Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the New Brunswick Union podcast. I'm New Brunswick Union President Susie Prudag, and joining me today are the executive members of the Specialized Healthcare Professionals component. Let's take a minute and introduce everyone to our special guests. I would ask each of you to give us a bit of your background, uh, what you do in your job, and where you work uh, after I say your name. First up, we have Specialized Healthcare Professional Component Director Lisa, Lisa Waters. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I'm Lisa Waters. I'm a social worker from the Miramichi area. I've been at the Miramichi Regional Hospital for 21 years. I spent the first 10 years with addiction services, and now I am the supervisor of the social work department in the hospital. Thanks, Lisa. Uh, Next, we have the component president, Bridget Mahoney. Welcome, Bridget. Hi, Susie. My name is Bridget Mahoney. I'm a speech-language pathologist. I currently work for the extramural uh, program in Miramichi. I've been a speech-language pathologist for 25 years, and I started working in Bathurst and spent a few years there. And then I was also a therapist at the Miramichi Regional Hospital before joining Extramural. Thank you. Also with us today is First Vice President Monica Johnston. Welcome, Monica. Thank you, Susie. Um, So as you heard, I'm Monica Johnston. I'm a physiotherapist. Um, I've currently been at St. Joseph's Hospital in St. John for seven years as a supervisor in that department. And prior to that, I was at St. John Regional Hospital for 25 years. Wow. Another member of the executive is Second Vice President Heather Hastings. Welcome, Heather. Thank you, Susie. Hi, my name's Heather Hastings. I'm a social worker at the Moncton Hospital on the Youth Wellness Unit. I've been employed by Horizon Health for the last 12 years and in my current role uh, since uh, the past five years. Uh, In my job, I help children and their families through their admissions and help connect them with services and support after their discharge. Thank you. And finally, our newest member on the team, uh, the Secretary Angèle Basque. Welcome, Angèle. Hi, I'm Angèle. I'm a social worker at the Moncton Hospital, uh, currently uh, at the Provincial Child and Adolescent Psychiatric Unit. Uh, I've been employed by Horizon for the past eight years. Thank you, everyone. The Specialized Healthcare Professionals Group is one of the largest and most diverse groups in the New Brunswick Union. Whenever someone asks me uh, who the New Brunswick Union represents, I always say, how much time do you have? Because we represent such an array of people with such differing jobs that it's really tough to sum it up. We have members in the public and private sectors, professionals working in hospitals, in our forests, instructors in the community college system, nursing home workers, and police officers, and that's just to name a few. So today I wanted to talk about the jobs that your component includes, the challenges that you see in healthcare, and the opportunities that lie within your component, the Specialized Healthcare Components Professionals Group. This group is a microcosm within the healthcare sector, as so many different professions are part of this component. Can one of you take us through who is part of the Specialized Healthcare Component? I can do that, Susie. Um, Specialized healthcare members work in the hospital, in community health centers, in schools, in extramural, in mental health centers. We are all over the province in many different locations, so not just hospitals. Um, We have psychologists, dietitians, we have pharmacists, um, medical physicists, we have midwives, that's our newest group. We have a few midwives working in the province and hopefully they will get to branch out across the whole province soon. We have recreation therapists, physiotherapists, occupational therapists, speech-language pathologists, audiologists, and social workers. 
So we're a pretty big group with lots of different types of jobs. A lot of our jobs um, and our work is connected to each other. So we work together, we're collaborative, we work with the medical team, we work with the community team, we work with other service providers in the community, other service organizations. So um, anyone that's admitted to the hospital or is receiving services from many of the services in the province probably is going to encounter one of our members as part of their treatment plan. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, it's such an interesting mix of people who are so vital to the health and well-being of New Brunswickers. As members of the executive team uh, for the Specialized Healthcare Professionals Group, uh, I'm sure you hear from members from across the province on a regular basis. Can you share with us some of the challenges and concerns that they share with you? So with Heather here, um, what I've been hearing a lot from the membership um, are concerns about health and safety and the extension of the workplace. Uh, particularly with the um, inception of the ISD uh, program, there's a lot of um, social workers and other clinicians going out to um, the community and just having some questions around, um, you know, needing some clarification on health and safety policies, standard operating procedures. Um, so, so we've been getting a few questions about that. Um, it's Bridget. I work at Extramural, and since we've become our own entity, we've been having some issues with regard to more administrative type things. Our biggest issue currently is with our with the payroll system. We've been having some glitches, and people have been uh, not been receiving correct amount of pay. There have been some issues with keeping track of um, their vacation hours and sick time and different things like that. So we just would like members to be aware that they should always be keeping an eye on their pay stubs and uh, just double checking them to make sure that everything is correct. Any other issues that we're hearing around the province? I've heard this issue from a variety of people in our component um, trying to access or be granted time for education um, and I hear challenges both on the, the getting funding side of the story and also as simply as getting the time for it side of the story. And it's, it's happening, I'd say, right across the group. Hi, it's Lisa. Um, one of the things we've noticed in the hospital, um, social workers are all through the building. So we have the opportunity to be in many different departments, many different floors. And we have really noticed the impact of the overcrowding in the facilities. Um, it's impacting patient care. It's impacting the workload. It's impacting safety. Um, it's, not, uh, it's not something that's going away. Our hospitals are overcrowded. We have patients in every nook and cranny they can find to put a bed. And then the workload that goes with that is really, uh, it's really complicated by the fact we have many vacancies unfilled positions and you know there's no real strategy to get those positions filled so filled so we do have recruitment and retention um, playing a, a part in what we do but it's also just the day-to-day -day, trying to do more with less trying to meet the needs of the patients that are getting uh, more and more acute um, it's quite complicated and just the, the impact on the whole team when you're really trying to make things work for these patients that need our care and we don't have enough resources to meet that need. So that's really an ongoing the stress in the workplace and feeling like, you know, you're, you can't do enough. 
Hi, it's Angel. To add on to uh, Heather's point of uh, safety and health and safety, uh, there's also been a lot of discussion around uh, coverage and transportation of clients and the safety that, you know, or the, the lack of safety with uh, doing that, especially. Thanks. Also in the room today, uh, we also have Jody Jodoin, who is the servicing labor relations officer for um, for the healthcare um, or the healthcare members in, in this component. Um, I'd like to hear from you, Jody, about what are I mean these ladies here haven't spoken a lot about the stress uh, or anything, but what are what what do you hear about uh, when you get calls from the membership? Thank you, Susie. Um... So I'll start off by saying I have about 24 years in HR and labor relations. And since joining MBU in 2015, the, th the thing that struck me the most with this particular component was their caring nature. Um, honestly, I'm not sure if they choose their profession or if their profession chooses them. It's, it's really almost like a calling. And they're not a group that takes sick leave easily. So often when they're calling, they're feeling guilty, they're not well because they are stressed and overwhelmed by the workload and there's not a whole lot of reprieve. And often my role is, is one is listening and two is reminding them they can't pour from an empty cup and that they have to be as caring and patient with themselves as they are with their clients and their biggest struggle is who is going to look after my clients if I do go out. Um, because we are already short-staffed and there is no one necessarily that's going to be able to step in and take that on. And, and it's, it's echoed in every profession, be it social worker, be it physio, be it uh, you know, speech-language pathologist. It's, it's in all, all the professions of this component. So that, I think, has struck me the most in terms of just how much they are committed to being there for their clients and setting their own needs aside often to do so. Are there any work-life balance issues? Do you get calls about that as well? We do get a lot of calls for temporary reduction uh, where they are looking to have some flexibility in their work schedules. It's not an always an easy thing to, to approve either, I would say. There's not a lot of people to cover, but uh, we are certainly seeing that more and more that people just on a regular basis would like to have that flexibility, but also when they're returning from their leaves, um, having that need. Thanks. No doubt that we face some challenges, but with such talented and hardworking people such as yourselves working in this field, I know that New Brunswickers are in good hands. Let's switch it up a bit uh, from your profession to your involvement with the union. I know that it's not easy to take on a leadership role within a union, given job, the family commitments, and everything else that goes on in life. Can each or some of you... Um, Tell us why you got involved with the union and why you have continued to stay involved. Maybe, Elisa, you could start this one. Um, I've been involved with the union right since the beginning of starting working at the hospital. So I started in the spring and I came to my first union meeting, I think, that fall. Um, and I've been involved ever since because one thing with NBU, um, we're about solutions and that's really important to me. Everything we do within NBU is solution focused, solution driven. We are out there looking at the different problems that our members face and we want to do something to solve it. And it's, you know, it's one thing to go back to the employer and highlight a situation or a problem, but if we don't come at it with a creative solution, sometimes problems just get talked about 
and studied and looked at, but they never really truly get re- addressed or solved. So the biggest thing for me is um, the community involvement, the community focus that we have that, you know, New Brunswick is better when we make it better. And our union is definitely not only looking at the issues in my workplace, but we're looking at the issues in my community, in my province, and even across the country. So that's the biggest part for me is this union makes a difference not only in my work life, but in my personal life for my family and everything. So that's really why I stay involved, because I get to be a part of that. Thank you, Lisa. Anyone else want to share? It's Bridget, and I've been involved in the union for over 20 years. I started uh, when I was working in Bathurst at the regional hospital, and I continued when I moved down to Miramichi. I just have always felt that it's very important for people to look after people. That's why I have the job I have. And I feel it's, you know, just as important for us to uh, not just look after the people who are sick, but we have to look after each other as well. And um, I really feel that I've always tried to do that. And the unions always tried to do that. We just look out for each other. And if anybody ever has a question or needs an answer to anything, we always do our very best to help out in any way we can. And uh, I've just always felt that it was important to be involved and continue to be involved. Thank you. It's uh, Heather. Um, I've always had an interest in labor relations and social justice issues, so it just seemed to be a natural Uh, next step to become involved with the union. So I've been involved for the last six years. Uh, I was a secretary for four to five years and uh, more recently in my new role. Thanks. It's Angel. Um, So I always had family members in unions, so I've always heard union union talk. Um, So that was something that was uh, interesting from the beginning, but I would say that eight years ago when I started working in Miramichi and Lisa was my supervisor. Uh, She would talk to me about union. It kept my interest and then I moved to Moncton and had many uh, co-workers that knew that I had worked with Lisa and so I would be kind of the the telephone for questions and stuff and then just naturally I... uh, Yeah, and Heather was talking to me about... uh, Filling in the role. Filling in the role, and I was sure. Um, oh, well, we're happy to have you. Kinda... Thank you so much. Yeah. Monica here. I probably for a long time tried to make sure I got to the annual meeting or my component meeting. And, you know, you always hear a little bit of information. And I always say if I go to a, any, a meeting or a course and learn one thing, then that's good. I'm, that's, what, that's worth it. And uh, then... In the area I work in, there was always one person who was heavily involved, and we all just depended on her to keep us informed and funnel our questions to for the union through her. And then um, her job changed, and, and that went away. And I thought, oh, this is not good. Um, we have to have a connection. So then I started looking for ways to be more involved. Um, so that's, that's, I don't know, that was probably 10 years ago now. And I just, you know, looking, always looking for more ways to be more involved and uh, keep my ears open for information. And people are always really glad when I can come back with information. 
Thank you, everyone. I mean, the New Brunswick Union is better because of your involvement. So thank you all for stepping up into those leadership roles. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking time to be with me today and answer these questions. I believe the more than 1,700 members of the specialized healthcare component um, are in good hands with you, uh, you five ladies leading the way on the executive. Again, thank you all for listening to the New Brunswick Union podcast. We appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule and spending it with us. Take care. Mm-hmm.